This podcast contains strong language, sexual references, and is intended for a mature audience, as things can get a little bit crazy around here. So sit back and enjoy the show. Ready to elevate your next pregame, game night, or dinner party? Well, luckily for you, I've got the secret weapon that's going to make you stand out without making a mess or breaking the bank. Thanks to our good friends at Say So who have created the first ever cocktail and mocktail tea bag using all natural, fresh dried ingredients. Each tea bag is a non-alcoholic mixer, perfectly portioned to make a flawlessly balanced drink in minutes. All of their products are low calorie, low sugar, but most importantly, delicious. All you have to do is dip the tea bag in your liquor of choice and voila. My favorite currently is the spicy margarita. It's delicious and most importantly, it can be made instantly and without a million ingredients or the mess. Click the link in this week's episode description box to order your own and let me know what you think. It's not me, it's you. It's you. Presented by Draw the Line, the game of deal breakers and red flags. If it's dating, sex, and relationships, we're talking about it. Real, Real and, raw. and raw. From sexuality to navigating the dawning post-breakup dating scene, and even delving into the naughtier sides of the bedroom, ah. nothing is off limits. Through his drinking card game, Frankie is encouraged speaking truths and embracing where you stand on controversial dating topics. This show isn't just about entertainment. It's about building a community, a group of friends hashing it out all on a Sunday morning. It's like group therapy for the future husbands and wives of America. This is It's Not Me, It's You. And now your host, Frankie Indoondo. Hello and welcome to the first episode of It's Not Me, It's You, the podcast. It's been a minute, hasn't it? For those of you who are new here or skipped through the intro, I'm your host, Frankie Ando Ando, and I'm best known for my OG and now dead podcast, WTF with Frankie, the Declassified Guide to Adulting podcast, which followed me as I lived in New York City post-graduation after finding out that the person I was dating was actually married, all while attempting and severely failing at the same time to figure out how to be an adult. Through my OG podcast, I've achieved great success charting on the Apple charts in the United States and various countries globally and gaining a decent following on social media, which led to me creating my own drinking card game called Draw the Line, the game of deal breakers and red flags. You can click the link in the episode description box wherever you're listening to this podcast for more information on that. This time around on my podcast, my inner circle and I are tackling our biggest dilemma yet dating. Um, I feel like my friend Joe Harding, who I know is listening right now, was definitely waiting for me to say drinking, but drinking is not my biggest dilemma. My dating life is. This season, we're going to be giving you guys the 411 and unfiltered truth on relationship topics ranging from exploring your sexuality, dating again after heartbreak, naughty bedroom kinks, and much more. Whether you're a good Cupid who spreads love or a bad Cupid who does nothing but leave a trail of broken hearts this year, I'd like to officially welcome you to It's Not Me, It's You. Yes, this is a podcast, but I prefer to call this group therapy for the future husbands, wives, and hoes of America. 
Make sure to email us your thoughts, questions, concerns, and what you want to hear at contact at playdrawtheline.com. We also have a lovely new anonymous segment coming up in the upcoming weeks called Roast Your Ex. If you have something you want to get off your chest, email us at contact at playdrawtheline.com or follow us on Instagram and slide in our DMs like you probably do to your ex at 3 a.m. after one too many tequila shots. That's at playdrawtheline on Instagram. So... Let us know if you have any thoughts, questions, concerns, and or if you want to roast your ex on an upcoming segment we have coming up. So let's dive right into it. It's been a minute since I've done this. I've been out of the podcasting game for so fucking long. I've done other people's podcasts, interviews here and there, and dropped a few lackluster episodes to briefly update you guys and let you guys know I was still alive. But this is truly my first full podcast season in two years where you guys are getting episodes weekly. There will be no breaks. There will be guests and there will be video footage. And I'm really excited because this is the first time you guys, my subscribers and listeners and followers who don't follow me on Instagram, get to actually see me and put a face to my voice. So I feel like this is kind of like our first date. Like I feel like episode one is our first date. Like you guys are meeting me for the first time. So I'm just going to give you guys a warning right now. I will not look like this every week. Do not come in my DMs or leave comments about my attire or how I look because I can guarantee you I have four more episodes in this season before I show up to film in a hoodie looking like someone's son had me ass up face down suffocating in a pillow all night. So when that time comes, do not judge me. With that being said, grab your snacks, grab your drinks. We're about to get into this week's group chat conversation. But first, here's a message from our sponsors. Tired of waking up after a long weekend of drinking and partying and feeling like shit? Well, luckily for you guys, I have the solution to your problems. Our good friends at The Plug are offering you guys 20% off their plant-based hangover cure with the code WTFWITHFRANKIE in all caps. It's simple. After a night of drinking, simply toss back a shot of The Plug drink before you go to bed to avoid a hangover the next day and to ensure you wake up feeling ready to take on the day. Consider this the best and final shot of the night. Use the code WTF with Frankie for 20% off your order. Okay, now that we're back, it's time to open up the group chat. If you're listening to this episode, it's officially 2024. Congrats, you've made it to another year. I thought with this being the first episode of the season and it being the top of the year, we needed to start off the year on a positive note and like uplift each other and motivate each other to be the best versions of ourselves. I'm not going to get on here and tell you guys any bullshit or make promises that I'm going to turn myself from Mary Magdalene to Mother Teresa, thanks to my good friend Rashad. So you guys can all thank him that you guys don't have to sit through another podcast of a podcaster sitting there telling you how they're going to change and be like the best versions of themselves. However, I've decided that this year, and I'm going to encourage you guys to do the exact same thing as me. I've decided that this year I'm going to be selfish. And when I say selfish, I mean in every single aspect of your life, whether it be professionally or romantic. This year, I urge you guys, my listeners, to do what you want, when you want, with who you want, because it pleases and benefits you and only you. And what I mean by this is you need to focus, feed, and water your garden before you try to do so for a man or woman who wouldn't do the same for you. 
being selfish has this negative connotation around it, but I have a degree in PR and I'm cleaning up the negative press. When I say I want you to be selfish this year, I mean it in the sense that I want you to be so true to yourself that any decision you make, any relationship you decide to end, any professional relationship you terminate doesn't need to even be explained because the only thing that matters is that it aligns with what you want. 2023 was a really transformative year for my dating life. I learned a lot about myself and I'll say this, I really went out of my comfort zone and tried a lot of new things and I gave people chances that didn't deserve it. And I feel like a lot of you guys had the exact same experience last year from what I've gathered from social media and the story times on TikTok and other podcasts I've listened to and just like even talking to my friends. I feel like in 2024 though, We need to treat and run our dating lives how we would run a Fortune 500 company. You would never let someone fuck around two, three, four, five times with your business and money. So why the fuck would you allow a man or woman to do so with your mental health or physical health? Like, ask yourself that. Like, you would never let a friend, you would never let a business partner, you would never let anyone in your life fuck around two, three, four, five times with your money, with your business, with anything. So why the fuck would you allow a man or a woman to do so with your mental health or physical health? Since we only have 45 minutes and I refuse to speak about 2023 or any of the men I encountered after this premiere episode, I'm going to give you guys a brief recap of what you guys missed during my hiatus. So let's get into Frankie Anduando's 2023 dating wrapped bullshit, whatever. In 2023, I attempted to be celibate after my birthday. I know my friends are rolling their eyes right now because they don't believe me, but I actually did go 45 days without any D. And while it was therapeutic and eye-opening, I highly don't recommend being celibate in the summer while it's a million degrees and while you're drinking every day because you will turn into the world's biggest fucking bitch. And for all the friends that doubt that I was celibate this summer, really look back at the summer and think about how big of a fucking bitch I was. You want to know why the fuck I was such a big fucking bitch? Because I wasn't fucking getting any dick and it was hot and I was drinking all the fucking time. So don't ever be fucking celibate in the fucking summer. My birthday is at the beginning of fucking summer. I don't know why the fuck I did that shit, but I fucking did it for 45 days in 2023. There's a little debate going on between my inner circle on whether being celibate includes no kissing. So please let me know your thoughts on this. If you're listening on Spotify, you can vote anonymously in the episode description of this week's episode, because although I wasn't getting bent like a pretzel for those 45 days, I did have one too many drunken makeouts. So let me know on Instagram, at Play Draw the Line or at Frankie Endo Ando or on Spotify if you're listening on Spotify if celibacy includes no kissing. Two, I strangely developed a fetish for getting spat in my mouth. I know this is a controversial take, but you really should try it before you judge it. Also, I need to clarify, I'm not just letting anyone spit in my mouth, nor should you. And the producers of the It's Not Me, It's You podcast and the team at Draw the Line do not approve of this message. But anyways, back to our regularly scheduled program. Letting someone spit in your mouth is a privilege. And I will talk more about this in our Bondage and Kinks episode in a few weeks. Three. I went on a date with someone who looked as if he had experienced a stroke on the right side of his face. I didn't know this prior to our date since everything looked perfectly fucking fine on his dating profile. So imagine my reaction at the dinner table as I'm enjoying my lychee martini while I'm at dinner with him and he looks like he's experiencing a seizure or stroke every time he tries to speak to the waiter while also attempting to maintain eye contact with me. By the way, this is a no judgment zone. He had a great personality, but all I kept thinking about 
about during dinner was what his big O face would look like, and that was enough to never go back for dinner number two. Four on Frankie Andowando's 2023 dating wrapped fucking list. I came to the conclusion that I don't think I've ever really liked older men. Looking back at it, I think I was just a drunk twink running around New York City with a hint of daddy issues with expensive taste buds. Older men might have the experience, but after this summer and getting with people closer to my age, I have to say, while they, the older men, might have experience, I feel like the younger guys are more exciting. I feel like the possibilities are endless and they're like a little more adventurous. Um, I also feel like when you're hooking up with someone older, you're one wrong sexual move away from being on trial for attempted homicide. And I don't look good in orange and I don't have time to be someone's pocket bussy in jail. So 28 to 34 is now officially Frankie Endo Ando's new dating range. Um, my dating range, if you've ever listened to my podcast, was 28 to death. So this is huge for me. Like I'm really growing the fact that like, you know, I'm willing to date someone who's 28 to 34 and that doesn't have white or silver hair. Um, we are making steps in the right direction, Rashad. Five, thanks to number four, I learned that money and social status no longer matter to me. And I don't know if it's because I now have my own or if it's because for the first time ever, fuck like I can't believe I'm gonna say this and I feel so fucked up saying this because so many people I've dated or hooked up with listen but I feel like last year 2023 was the first time I 100% liked someone for who they were and not what they had or who they were um that last situation did give me a lot of positives but it also really brought me back to earth I think my head was a little too big um I think my dating history has spoiled me a little bit thus making me a little too trusting a little too naive a little too dense and I think I honestly needed heartbreak last year I think I needed to be stressed out choked in a bar lied to hit at Coco B slut shamed gaslit and then have that same person run a smear campaign about me to truly become a better dater and most importantly a better podcaster to the men of 2023, on behalf of my listeners, my producers, and editors, I thank you. I said earlier in this podcast episode that my goal this year is to be more selfish. After the shit show that was my dating life last year, a part of me being selfish means being true to myself and putting my needs and wants above all, and so should you. I feel like social media and various podcasts and TikToks are constantly telling us that we need a change or telling us what we need to do to win over a guy or a girl. But why are we being told to change who we are and what we want? Social media has convinced us that changing or compromising for a partner or sweeping your feelings, desires, or goals under the rug for someone else or for love is called growth. And I'm here to tell you guys that it's not. It's called method acting. You are playing a role to fit the narrative or timeline society has forced onto you. And the minute you cave and go against your beliefs or wants for someone or for a relationship, just know from that point moving forward that your relationship will be heading towards doomsday. People will treat you how you allow them to treat you and they move and behave based on what they assume they can get away with with you because of what you show them, whether it be how you speak about yourself, how you speak about others, or through the insecurity you share with them but most importantly when they know you don't even believe in what's coming out of your own mouth i told you guys two things earlier in this week's episode one in 2024 you need to be selfish two 
in 2024, you have to treat your dating life like it's a Fortune 500 company. And that means being clear with everyone, whether it be your boyfriend, your girlfriend, friends, relatives, and employees about your personal code of conduct. You need to be clear about what will be tolerated and what will not be tolerated from the jump. An explanation in this day and age is a courtesy, and they weren't thinking about you or your feelings when they fucked up. So make sure to be clear, be direct, and have your exit strategy mapped out this year. Personally, for me, I'm just blocking and deleting. An apology without change or a forced apology is a form of manipulation, and I'm disengaging. Um, to explain the importance of standing on business, running your dating life like a corporation, and being vocal, setting boundaries, and being true to yourself, I'm going to talk about a woman who I believe is the poster child of not standing on business. Chloe Kardashian. I'm going to go down memory lane and discuss Miss Kardashian's relationship with serial cheater Tristan Thompson as an example and reason why this year, 2024, you need to not only pick yourself every single time, but as an example of why I'm dating like my business depends on it. Since the year 2020, Khloe Kardashian has experienced the following. And again, this is just what we know about. By the time this episode comes out, there might be a new kid popping up or another side chick exposing Tristan Thompson. So this information may change. Do not slide into my DMs. Do not argue with me in my DMs talking about, you forgot this. Why didn't you mention this? This is just what we know. And this is what is out right now while I am recording this episode. So let's get into Khloe Kardashian. Imagine your man cheats on you as you are in the delivery room delivering his child and you go back to him and there are no repercussions. Then imagine you take him back under the pretenses that you're doing it for your daughter, which once again in 2024, you need to make sure you're doing it for no one but yourself. But anyways, you get back with him for your newborn, question mark, who wouldn't even know the difference between if you and him were together or not because... They were just born. But anyways, he ends up cheating on you with your little sister's best friend after you have a baby and stay with him because it's for your newborn. And what do you do? You take him back and decide to have a second baby with him because society has convinced us that a baby moving in or getting rid of the problem will fix that person. And the problem or cheater at hand in this case, Tristan, thinks that by agreeing to these things, you'll relax and stop being mad because you'll be distracted. So next thing you know, you're saying, second baby, here we come. He's committed, so you tell yourself, and he's like, thank God there's another baby coming to keep her occupied because I can't stand that bitch. And then while your second baby's baking in the oven like a turkey, you find out that he's been hiding for eight months that he got a girl pregnant. And now you and this random stripper in Texas are having what they call ghetto twins and then you get on rtvs and you contemplate taking him back again and this cycle goes on and on and on until you decide to stand on business pick yourself and decide to have some sort of self-respect for yourself but let's now flip this one would say if Tristan Thompson were an employee of, let's say, Good American, her company, and he fucked up this many times, Chloe would have to fire him, correct? No matter how valuable he was or how great he was in other areas, she would have to fire this person effective immediately. Well, I'm going to let you guys know something right now. If you want your year to be better than last year, it's time to cut the fucking dead weight. And sometimes the dead weight is who you lay next to every single night and gives you an orgasm. In order to be the best, whether it be professionally or whether it be a sports team, you always 
want to make sure you have the best assets on your team, right? You always want to make sure that if you're at war, you have the best soldiers, you have the best guns, you have the best explosive. Well, it's time those rules start applying to your partner as well. Every extension of you this year should follow your code of conduct and be in line with who you are to your core and where you see your life going. Set your boundaries, list your expectations, rules, and tolerance for bullshit from the jump, and stand on business when someone breaks them. Men are like fucking dogs and kids. From the second they meet you, they are sizing you up. Men are natural hunters. Like, while you're thinking he's listening to you about how you want an oval-sized engagement ring or how you want to book a trip to Palm Springs, he's really listening to how many times your ex-boyfriend cheated on you and how many times you went back so he can get a rough estimate of how many fuck-ups he's going to be allowed in your relationship, you know? Men act on what they know they can get away with. They prefer to do and apologize later because they already know their apology is going to be accepted based on how many times you've let shit slide in every other aspect of your life. From your boss to your shady friends who probably have slid in his DMs or would fuck him if given the chance. By the way, side note, and this is a shout out to my boy Connor. When a man tells you someone is not your friend, actually keyword, not just a man. When a straight man tells you that someone is not your friend, believe them. But when a straight man that you're sleeping with tells you that someone is not your friend, believe them. Every single time a straight man has told me someone is not your friend, they have been right. But anyways, that is a story time for another day. Going back to standing on business and, you know, really like sticking up for yourself and listing your expectations, rules, and tolerance for bullshit from the jump in every relationship, you will find that the minute you stick up for yourself or demand respect or stand on business, yes, 75% of the men will leave you for a submissive 22-year-old, but the 25% that will stay are the ones you really want anyways. We want the ones who like a challenge and the ones who want to put in the work. Why would you want a lazy bum on your team? Why would you want a quitter on your team? Why would you want someone unreliable on your team? Think about that the next time you contemplate running back to someone who isn't deserving of your time this year. When someone shows you who they are the first time, believe it. And I feel like the minute you stand on business... The minute you stick up for yourself, the minute you list out your expectations, the minute you tell a man or even a girl what you want, how they take that information and how they act afterwards is everything you need. Like, don't let them fool you. Don't let them be like, oh, I was just nervous. I didn't really know. No, you knew. I made it very clear what I wanted. You took that information. You did what you wanted to do. So now I'm going to do what I want to do, period. Um, before we wrap up this first episode, I want you guys to leave with a couple of things. The first being that quality always wins over quantity. The second thing is, yes, he or she might leave you or say that you standing on your morals and standing on business and expressing your wants and sticking to your non-negotiables makes you too difficult. And yes, they might run to whatever they perceive as easier and doesn't stress them and doesn't stress him or her out. But at the end of all your tears, and when you make it to the other side of the relationship shit show, you'll be able to confidently look back at that situationship or relationship and proudly be able to say when talking about them or that relationship that it wasn't you, it was them. Because whenever you stay true to yourself, you always win. What I've learned in the last year is that when it comes to dating, you have to be willing to let go of anyone who disrespects you 
anyone who doesn't align with what you want, no matter how much you like them, because no one is worth losing yourself or your self-respect. The minute you put yourself first, you will attract better because you will be in better environments and better rooms. But in order to do so, you have to be selfish. You have to do what's right for you and your heart. And anyone who doesn't align with your vision can respectfully kick fucking rocks. And I know there's a lot of guys right now that are listening to this podcast and they feel like they can't relate because this episode, because in this episode, I spoke in defense of women and from the point of view of a gay guy, the gay guy being me. But honestly, this episode is for everyone. There are so many guys that are in relationships or even situationships that they got forced into or that are killing themselves to maintain a specific lifestyle for partners or that are with someone who drains and sucks the life out of them. To those men, um, I want to repeat what I said earlier. Changing for someone without genuinely wanting to, but doing it to make someone else happy or to fit the status quo or because you have some weird timeline in your head that society has forced onto you is not the growth that you or that person has convinced you that it is. It is an act. You're technically an actor without the perks and without the money and you're not fooling anyone but yourself and I really hope that you guys listening to this podcast I hope that my OGs those of you that have supported me that have been on this journey with me for two years now from the declassified guide to WTF with Frankie to draw the line to this podcast I really hope that this year in 2024, you guys are all so authentically yourselves. Like I said earlier this, like I said earlier in this week's episode, 2024 is all about being selfish. I'm being selfish in the sense that I'm doing what I want to do when I want to do it. I think you guys all need to be selfish and I hope you guys got something or I hope you guys got something or feel better or feel motivated and ready to go into the dating world a little more confident um, from this week's episode. Um, On that note, I can't believe it. My first full podcast in two years, I was so fucking nervous. I didn't even, I was so fucking nervous. I don't know if I still fucking have it. Um... There's been a lot of gossip and chitter chatter about me on whether, you know, the success of my first podcast was a fluke and if my brother had anything to do with the success of it. And I just want to let you guys know that I'm back and I'm here to prove that I'm the real deal and that I'm here to stay. Um, And you guys are in for a crazy, crazy season of it's not me it's you the podcast presented by draw the line the game of deal breakers and red flags i'm gonna tell you guys this everything you knew about me everything you've heard about me everything people have said about me the true story is so much better and i cannot wait to talk about it on this season of it's not me it's you um i was very honest and open on my first podcast, WTF with Frankie, the declassified guide. Um, Because I didn't like anyone. I was single. I could just go on air and say whatever the fuck I wanted. And then with the other iterations of it, you know, I started hooking up with people. I started dating people. I started having feelings for people. And it kind of fucks up your job when your job is to go on air and talk shit and talk about your dating life. But I'm going to let you guys know right now, I'm back. I'm not holding back. 
I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be truthful. I'm going to share my story. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for you guys to see what the fuck I have planned for this season of It's Not Me, It's You. Um, I'm your host, Frankie Endo Ando. Please make sure to leave a rating, subscribe, and or rate. And most importantly, follow us on Instagram at PlayDrawTheLine or at Frankie Endo Ando to stay in the loop. And I will see you guys next week. Bye, bitches.